Gonna Go Pizza presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. Well, well. The takes, they are hot. <laughs> they sure are. Um, let, let me let me warm myself up on the takes. The, like Alex Ovechkin warming himself up on the, know, stick. the The problem with the takes is that, like, at the buffet of takes, mm. all the all the hot food is gone. You know what I love we is can't, that... Like, we can't even have a hot take because they've all been taken. Wow. Like, could, we, all, could we creatively the, come the up with a new rounds. hot take? The next two rounds. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> True. I but think like, you're underestimating us. Well, I mean, okay. Would the least be better off with Randy Carlisle? Who's going to be the first one to write that? I think it's very clear that the Capitals losing last night was Alexander Ovechkin's fault, especially with mm. the information this morning that's come to light that he will not play for Russia at the IIHF World Championships because of a lower body injury. He was reserving, uh, he was getting multiple injections every game. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we don't know exactly what I the didn't problem know was. That. So that's the big surprise. Well, eh? it's a lower body injury. Maybe there was something in that cadre hit. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I was just thinking lower body, lots of pain, lots of injections. I don't know. Who yeah. knows? It could be uh, for anything. Yeah. Uh, however. Well, injections, to me, I mean, uh, medical students help us out. That sounds like they're freezing something, so maybe he broke or fractured something. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Well, it's hard to be at 100% when you're doing that. Sort of is, yeah. Now, how many NHL players are playing with the same thing? Good question. That we just don't hear about. That's a real good question. Uh, well, Eric Carlson playing Alex with a Dean. fractured foot. Yeah, Alex Eric Dean Carlson. was. Uh, Joe uh, Thornton was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and what's great is if the Sens get eliminated, it's going to be, you know, Eric Carlson, heroic effort. But you know what? Maybe he shouldn't have played with that. Mm-hmm. And then if they win, what a story. <laughs> what God a story. Smite. Just lay, lay it all out there, kids. Hey, kids, if you break your foot. You should keep going and YouTube persevere like Eric Carlson. can be a hero. Well, I just love the the narrative that after, what is it, 12 years uh, and how many second-round defeats, that it is still just Alexander Ovechkin's yeah. fault. No, Nicholas Backstrom sure, hasn't been there. No, no, it sure, it sure hasn't been every player that's played with him. No, not Braden Holtby. Or maybe a really great Penguins team that has gone on to win the Cup multiple times. No. Couldn't be that either. No, no, let's focus it on the one guy yeah. on the team Everyone, with the captain. I like doing this show at noon. Mm-hmm. I, I really do because it prevents, it cools down the takes a little bit. Yeah, like it gives us a little, <laughs> little bit of time to People think. People are laughing. Imagine how hot our takes would be if we didn't have time to cool down. I know. Holy, I know. I mean, it's it's like it's like putting a hot frying pan un, under the under the tap. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's recording the show at noon. <laughs> but I was just I was just looking at what people were saying, and it's great. Uh, and Leafs fans have great experience at this. Uh, reacting to a playoff series that we had nothing to do with. That's great. As as the level-headed neutral party and just going, what what on earth are you all talking about? The Caps, what would the story have been if the Caps, I don't know, let's say win 2-1 in overtime. Alex Ovechkin doesn't get a single point, but they win 2-1 in overtime. Came back from a three-one series deficit. Like, okay, if the if the Golden State Warriors finish off the Cavs last year, mm-hmm. are we talking about blowing up the Cavs? <laughs> no, I don't think we are. No, you're talking about a team that did what it's supposed to do. They were expected to win. Washington was expected to go deep in the playoffs, and they're doing it. So it wouldn't be shocking at all. Yeah, and now everyone is talking about 
if the look, Raptors finished off the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Final, they might have said, well, well maybe you got to trade Kevin Love or yeah. you know, LeBron just does not have that winning genie despite the fact that he's won two or three of them. We, um, saw, we saw number two beat number one. Number two in the entire league. Beat number one. Beat number one. Wasn't that the big hubbub going into the series? Oh, I know it's a dream matchup, but we should be getting it in round three. What's what's going on here? I mean, but you're looking at us. number two with an asterisk. It's without Latang, without Daly, without Crosby for a game. I guess. I, guess. I mean, but the Penguins always have injuries. Right. I mean. And they have some some amazing young players that have just come in out of nowhere. And, well, and, and I mean, what is it? Gensel's tied Yarmir Yager for playoff points. So, by something a like that. Yeah, it's, yeah he's it's got fourteen, ridiculous. and Yager had fourteen. And it, this is oh round God. two. Anytime uh, you're the first to do something since Maurice Richard, and they put your picture up to, uh, next to his black and white one, <laughs> you, you're doing okay. You've done something. Yeah, um, but again, heading into that game yesterday, I'm listening to the radio. They're talking about. You know, it was it was Jeff Merrick, and you know I'm not going to say his takes were hot, but heading into the game, you know, was the Trevor Daly injury finally the the straw that broke the camel's back, <laughs> and then they go and get a shutout. I also think that there is in Pittsburgh, um, there just seems to be that because it's so weird. The defending cup champions had less pressure on them than the Capitals yeah. did. Amazing. Isn't that crazy? But I, I honestly feel like the pressure broke the Caps. And, and, and yeah, Ovechkin was injured. Yeah, but, no, but Mr. Game 7. Well, uh, yeah, Justin Williams. Can I, can Is that I play dead for now? you? Is that finally dead? I hope it's dead. A little bit. How many, how many Game 7 goals did he actually end up having? How many, uh, how many games was it? Go- no, wasn't it like oh. seven goals, seven assists in seven Game 7s and, and he's 7-0? Seven seven oh, yeah. Oh, but wow. that's ridiculous. That's that pretty is pretty ridiculous. ridiculous. That's not luck. That's kind of... That's 14 points for number 14. What? And that's why it ended on number <laughs> 8. 8, Alex Ovechkin's number. That's why it's his fault. He broke wow. Mr. Game 7. Damn. What? Illuminati oh, confirmed. What? It's real. It's real. All right. Would you like to hear the hottest take oh. from last night? Uh, it's Guess probably what? not even... Oh, Guess no. who it's coming from. <laughs> oh, no. The hottest, the hottest take... Are you ready? Let's hear it. From NBC. Oh, Ovechkin God. still has not been to a conference final. Six Caps forwards played more minutes in Game 7 Give it than to your me, Cap Mike. in the face of your franchise. Is that the way you would have done it? He was on the ice for both goals against. One of them very directly involved. The first one, I think he had a decent chance to get it out. Looked a little lazy on it. I think the Ovechkin experiment has to be reviewed. Lots of decisions to make. Uh, I don't think that he's... He tries hard. I just don't think he's a heady enough hockey player to get it done in key moments. And I guess that's what Barry Trotz didn't want to say when he was talking there, just saying emotionally didn't want to answer that question. There's reasons why Ovechkin was moved down to a lesser role on the third line. Uh, I don't think Barry Trotz was counting on Ovechkin having a big night before this game started. If they were going to win, it was going to be on the back of Backstrom, Kuznetsov, the guys that have been playing well in the series. Ovechkin wasn't the go-to guy. So that's Mike Milbury and then Keith Jones. And I I wondered with this, with the knee injury coming to light afterwards, right? It's not like Ovechkin was... Or lower body or whatever. Yeah, Uh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, lower body. Um, It's not as though Ovechkin was bad. 
Right? If if I like, can, yes, if he didn't I can... clear the puck out, but then it went through. By the way, on that second goal, yeah, forgive me, but were Shattenkirk and Nate Schmidt not right in front of the net, and he just had an unbelievable backhand, and it it hooked. No. It was hooked so lucky. Whole, yeah, like it was no. the most. It was yeah. a crazy goal. No, it was a turnover, which happens, no. and then it was an unbelievable goal. No, no, <laughs> when a goal goes in, it's always the winger's fault. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, always, how is that? How is that? Both defense were back, and he shot it over the goalie's glove, and the goalie didn't get like if, if nine I, times out of uh, ten. That's not a goal. No. You know what? I I do the yelling and screaming thing. This is the first time I've felt like Stephen A. Smith. Like that is so disrespectful. <laughs> the Alex Ovechkin experiment. experiment. Oh. Figured you'd like that. A hearty, genuine fuck you. <laughs> How do you have a job covering this goddamn sport? The Alex Ovet. I don't want to say this because he's just such a gold mine, but I want to say let's never play a Mike Milbury. Well, that'll never happen. Ever. I can't. You can't That's do not that. Happen. You can't do that. To That's me. so disrespectful. I think that is so incredibly disrespectful. We're not promoting to it, Alex as- Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin would not wipe his ass with a score sheet with Mike Milbury on it. Like, his career does not even register on the Richter scale compared to Alex Ovechkin's. How fucking dare you? Oh, my God. It's an experiment, though. Oh, They're just trying things out with I, I don't oh know how many God. 12-year experiments you've been involved in, but uh, it seems hey, like an awfully long time. You know what? I just, wanted, I just want to congratulate the Washington Capitals on winning the 2018 Stanley Cup. I just want to congratulate them on that because this is the model, and Pittsburgh proved the model. You say that you're going to trade your Russian superstar. He doesn't get traded, stays on your team, you win a cup. Happened with Malkin. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. happen with Alex. I got to say. I hope. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Experiment. We should just start calling things experiment. Like, your marriage is kind of an experiment. Yeah. I'm experimenting with this commitment long experiment with SL. It's about as long as Ovechkin's career. How would you say it's going? I think the Mike Milbury experiment deserves some review. <laughs> How long has he been on NBC? Probably about the Probably same time you've been the same amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> and that Keith is, Jones, too. Uh, Didn't they both used to be at, uh, at the three-letter network? Mm, I don't know. I think they did. Yeah. I think well, they Mike did. Milbury used to be on CBC. Yeah, on the other three letters. Which is why yeah, like, it's right. awkward saying stuff about him because like I work with people who worked with him. Keith Jones, I think, might have been. I don't. Well, remember. You can disagree with his opinion. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, there, Adam. I disagree with your opinion sometimes. I disagree with Jesse's opinion. That is, I that does not deserve the time of day. <laughs> I, I'm so f- flabbergasted by the disrespect. Adam, how's your uh, radio career experiment? <laughs> <laughs> it's about it's 10 years. Well. You're, yeah. <laughs> when are you going to get back to the whole Shoppers Drug Mart thing? Like, I think you really had something going on there. Yeah. You and Drake and all your pals. You, you were, what, when's Drake going to be done with this music experiment? Yeah, really. When are they going back to Degrassi? Degrassi. <laughs> The next class. Let's get back to this acting thing. I I mean, that's what... (laughs) That's what he's great at. He needs to be a student of the rap game. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He's too lazy for it, you know? He tries hard, but he's lazy. Like, just... It was... That was the thing. You know, At least be a full asshole. Like, you can tell he's covering up for himself. If you're going to be Mike Milbury, be Mike Milbury. Just say, I don't like him. Yeah, because he's a dirty, ew, gross Russian. Like, just say that. Is that what you... Th- that, I don't know if that's what it is. I think he's just an easy guy to pick, pick <laughs> at. Nicholas Backstrom. There are other players on that team that can score, Russian? by the way. How yeah. come always? <laughs> I know, I always a Russian? 
and PK? How come always a Russian and PK? Oh my goodness. Uh, so how, should, how bad does he want it, like some papers to come out that it's PK Subanov? Like how bad? Badly. I think badly. How bad? Pretty bad. Oh um, my god. So experiment. When I started a the show with experiment. When I started the show with us saying, you know, I don't know how many hot takes we could possibly have because they're all taken. Mm. That's what I had in mind. I mean, I don't oh, that is that's the much mother. worse than the one I saw. That's the that's wow. Um uh, and, and, and you know, it's funny because mm. now of course and, and already I think going into game but six, I saw some articles. Did the Caps one? That the Caps won. I saw some articles After going, you know, five. if they don't win tonight, Capitals have to look at trading Ovechkin. Now, here's the thing. Ovechkin's still pretty damn good. Um, no. And trading your best player no. <laughs> isn't going to get you closer to it. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, unless you're, <laughs> unless no. you're, and, and I know, here's the other thing. And I want to, I want to, I want to quantify this because I think it's important. Deadspin, as much as I love that website, can be a little Who's snarky sometimes. Who's the next sometimes. Adam Larson? Let's, let's see. Yeah, right? I, <laughs> as much as I love Deadspin, they started today with the Capitals choked again. Now, uh, I would like well, to... Well, I mean, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Sure, I'd well, like to qualify. Well, what is a choke? They were expected to win. Okay, you know what? Sometimes it's a little unfair. The Leafs were the heavy, heavy underdogs against the Bruins in 2013. Uh, and... They were expected to lose, and they did lose. That's not a choke. They were up 4-1 with, like, 11 minutes to play. They choked. That's a different standard. The Capitals, their their um, standard for choking was win or you've choked. <laughs> win the Stanley Cup or you've choked. Or at very least, get to the Stanley Cup final. If they make it to the Eastern Conference final, do people cut them some slack? And, well, you know, anything can happen when you get to the Final Four. You think? I just don't think it was a choke. I think they took. I think they they went up against. I thought they were the number one team in the league that went up against number two, yeah. and they well, and they took number two to seven games, and they didn't choke. I think and I don't they think it was a choke. Them in arguably six of seven games. <laughs> if the Caps get a different seed in the East, are they in the Eastern Conference Finals? If they play, if the, the Columbus Blue Jackets had kept their su- like had had played just like a couple percentage above what they yeah, get after yeah. their win and streak, they won the division, they yeah. would have played fucking. Yeah. Well, they probably end up, ended up with a different matchup. If Caps go, well, sends, it would have been Caps Pens first round. Been Caps Pens, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or New York wins a couple extra games. Pittsburgh loses yeah. a couple. Just if it ends up Caps play Sens and then Rangers or Columbus then Sens or whatever. It if, is, if, if if right, would I, the I just, Leafs would the Leafs be in the Eastern Conference Final right now if they win against Columbus? If, if they wait, wait, who, we the who, first round. We I, the Sens I think the first it would have been. Would it have been the Sens? Remember, we we're so maybe. Yeah, I definitely was, think. I definitely they take think on the Rangers. Been. Maybe it's their own fault. They should have. They should have had a better matchup too. However, they're yeah, young. They and were whatever. up two nothing in that game. Is that a choke? Um, no, my, I'd say that's a joke. My real. I, I don't think that this was a choke. I think they were just. Sometimes you just get beaten. Yeah. And you can't look at the history on this because I don't think it matters. You've got they looked at they they what are they they lined up the chart the last time the Caps and Pens played a game seven against each other. It was like two thousand nine, mm. and there's like seven players left. I mean, they're just not. It's not fair to say this team is that team. You know, you know what I love about our listeners is they they take little clips of ours and they put them in a vault. So here's one to put in a vault. How long? How many years is it going to take? Maybe months. Is it going to take until we say the same things about Alex Ovechkin that we are sorry the say th- the same things about Vladimir Tarasenko that we say about Alex Ovechkin? 
Where's Tarasenko's cup? I don't see it. Choke. The Blues have been favored so many times. They've they've gone into the playoffs. Where's his cup? No I leadership. Think he's got a better chance now that they don't have Shattenkirk. Obviously, mm. I mean they're, they're <laughs> never. Yeah, where's yeah. Shattenkirk's cup? Yeah, no, doesn't I, matter. Different expectations on Ovechkin because he was supposed to be one two with Crosby when they both came into the league, and he was supposed to be the best player in the world. And is he and, not? And he's completely with Crosby. One two, one two three and with McDavid. He hasn't lived up to those expectations where they're expecting him to win cups. And I don't think that was ever on Tarasenko. Winning a cup is crazily fucking hard. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm not saying it's a fair comparison. I'm just saying it's going to happen. I don't think so. Best player on his team, Russian. Those were my standards. You don't think it's going to happen for him? No, I don't think the comparisons are going to happen. I don't think people look look at Tarasenko that way. I agree. Because people have decided that they like him. I agree. People have decided that they like him. Yeah. Like, people made a decision. Like, so many people have the same opinion about Alex Ovechkin that they had over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. He came into the league, they decided they didn't like him. Yeah, because he scored that really crazy goal from behind his head. Yeah. And then he celebrated too much, God forbid. Yeah, and the Crosby diving, crybaby, Crosby, all that crap. Like, he has two cups now. He shits on you. Like, mm-hmm. Crosby would wake up miserable if he ever woke up with your life. <laughs> Any of the people who criticize him. It's wow. Sydney, he's Sidney Crosby. That was like what, what was it? He Le- doesn't need LeBron, to answer to you. LeBron lost the finals or something. He's like, I'm, I'm still LeBron. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I still get to wake up and be LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's right. He's right. He's absolutely right. Um, and if he wins another championship, he'll be LeBron. And if he loses in the final this year, he'll be LeBron. He will still be and LeBron. And if he, yeah. And hats off to the Penguins for playing for bottling the Washington Capitals up in that third period. And for playing a tough, tough game, they they want they gritted that series out. There's no question. I that is. I mean, Pittsburgh fans will be happy with a win regardless. But it is we are taking away a bit from an amazing performance. Yeah, an amazing absolutely performance. the fact that and Matt Murray hasn't played once. No, he's been injured up until. Well, that's what I mean. Him up, yeah, yeah. but that's, did, that's, yeah. Did he back up? He backed up but last game. Remember right, that the seven. Penguins don't have their quote unquote starting goaltender. Mm-hmm. I know. I know they have two starters, but still. Yeah. Um, Mark Andre Fleury in career game sevens on the road is three and zero with a one goals against average a nine fifty nine save percentage and one shutout. So if I am Calgary, I am all over that like white on rice, baby. I am all over that. I uh, I was looking at the Ben Bishop in Dallas situation. No, we'll get to that. Don't yeah, get too much into it. No, I know. And but I I just I kept getting sidetracked. Going how how on earth is Pittsburgh? Going to avoid losing one of these guys. They're going to they, trade. They him. can't, right? They're going to trade. I think before the playoffs started, there might have been a little chance, little, 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 little chance. I have a theory. Oh yeah, I have a theory. We'll get to it. Ooh, we'll get to it. Because I, I, it, it has to do with Bishop, and the Flames missed out on Bishop, so we'll get into it there. Uh, okay, okay. We'll sure. talk about it then. Yep. So anyway, yep. congratulations to Penguins fans. Enjoy this. This is going to be amazing. Uh, Ottawa, Pittsburgh, and you know it's funny. Um, so many. Former Toronto Maple Leafs left in the final four. So for Anaheim, we've got Randy Carlisle, mm-hmm. Jonathan Bernier, and Corbinian Holzer has stuck around somehow. Uh, Did you say Dave Nonis? Oh, Dave Nonis too, yeah. Dave Nonis. Uh, Nashville's got P.A. Parento. Mm-hmm. How did P.A. Parento end up in Nashville after New York and New Jersey and traded at the trade deadline? Uh, yeah. Um, Pittsburgh has Mr. Phil Kessel. And Ottawa has Phaneuf, MacArthur, and Victor Stahlberg. I forgot about Victor Stolberg until someone mentioned it. He's one of those guys. Like that's another time. Like that's it another, is another time era. Yeah. Like that. That is that is a long time ago. The Victor Stolberg era of the Leafs. He remember when he was the big rookie? No. He, 
Oh my god. He <laughs> yeah, was I do the big that. rookie <laughs> on the Leafs and like not and Anton not, Strawman. not even Connor Brown. A- Anton Strawman. Oh my god. I they, specifically remember uh they asked th- there were comparisons of Anton Strawman to Nicholas Lidstrom oh. because he was a Swedish defenseman who happened looked to be tall. good. Yeah. And so they asked John Ferguson about that, and he goes, uh, if he turns out to be 80% of Nicholas Lidstrom, I will be over the moon happy. Yeah. <laughs> and it took a while, but... He turned out to be pretty good. I don't think 80% pretty of good. Nicholas Lindstrom, but... Uh, I don't know about that. Um, Randy Carlisle says... And by the way, we're going we're gonna to start a segment oh, called Randy Carlisle fun. says... I, I missed these. Uh, I yeah. heard he was... Good. Uh, so Randy, Randy does have some good quotes, and especially now that Randy is in the in the final four, we're going to be hearing a lot more from Randy. So Randy says, uh, according to Chris Johnson, uh, uh, according to who? Uh, Chris Johnston. Sorry, uh, uh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny? Who calls him Johnny? Randy Carlisle. Oh, does he <laughs> remember that? Oh, I've forgotten that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he said uh, Carlisle walked up to him. He's like, "Hey, Johnny!" Oh, god, that's funny. No, I don't know if he's just giving him a little nickname or if he actually no. thinks his name is Randy. Like, he doesn't know his name. Randy actually, <laughs> he seems like he's a fun guy to be around. Yeah. Like he seems like a pretty warm dude. He does, and I look back on some of the things I said over the years, and I feel bad because, like, okay, I didn't want him to be the coach, but did he deserve all of that? I don't know. Yeah, we all have regrets, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Randy Carlisle says the Canadian media disrespected the Ducks by not talking more about their young players. I don't know about that. I mean, we've been talking about the Ducks' young players all year and how we want them to be Leafs. <laughs> That's what I thought. What are you talking about? I guess the rest of the Canadian media didn't talk enough about it. Oh, the the Euler Canadian media? I don't I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Um, the Oilers. I hate that the Canadian media. That's and very says, broad. When he says Canadian media, he's talking about Toronto. Media. You think so? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. I, I mean, imagine. I would imagine he still clicks on a few links from here. Yeah. He does know everybody face to face, right? Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I mean, if I was Carlisle, I'd be throwing all kinds of shade. Like, I mean, he was basically run out of the largest market in the world. And deservedly so. For hockey. Yeah, well, yeah. But, and, but I, again, he's got a cup. <laughs> so I'm Randy Carlisle. I have a cup. You can't tell me shit. Look at the team that That's I have. That's part of the problem, though. Yeah. But now I'm in the <laughs> final four. He... Look, here I am. Not just there I was. Here I am again. You doubly can't tell me shit. If Randy Carlisle wins another cup, oh, oh. The takes <laughs> from both sides who writes, are going to be toasty. Who writes the first article that the Leafs should have hung on to the 2013 team? Who writes the first it article? It might be Adam Wild. It's not going to be me. <laughs> you were saying some slanderous <laughs> things in the Facebook I was, I was writing in the Facebook today. group jokingly. I'm oh, like, oh, okay, the, okay. Leafs, oh. the Leafs no. should have hung on to that 2013 team. They would have no. won something. No, absolutely I mean, not. I thought there were parts that they maybe should have held on to, but yeah, oh my God. I... No. I had all these tweets in my back pocket for if the Ducks lost. I'm like, oh, did he bench Komarov for the final 17 minutes again? Or, <laughs> oh, Komarov played the same amount of ice time that he did. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah. they didn't lose. Uh, Edmonton, no? bitter pill? Bitter pill. But pretty freaking great year. Yeah. Like, how can you be upset about that? They can't. They, Darren Millard was saying something strange on Hockey Central on our way in. He was like, well, the, I mean... The Oilers, they had this great year, and you know they should be proud of it. But boy, they, it seemed like they had a clear path to the Stanley Cup. Like, it's Anaheim, man. What? I, yeah. No. Well, because his argument was all the, uh, a lot of the heavyweights are out, and I'm like, no, they're not. 
Anaheim. Nashville's kind of good. Anaheim yeah. is still a heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, any well, team that Ryan gets laugh plays on. A lot of people, like we got to remember, like a lot of the mainstream folks had, like, no one at ESPN who I don't, I don't know if they're still at There's ESPN. There's no one at ESPN. Had, that's yeah. great. That's an accurate statement. Heading no into one the at playoffs ESPN. when ESPN had people. <laughs> yeah, they. I think they had like ten people predict that series. Not a single one of them picked the Preds. You went into the little blogosphere there, and it wasn't all Preds, but it was about it was about half, 50-50. And all it took was a little Twitter stream from Tyler Dello, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm picking the Preds. So did I. I, I didn't. Did. I mean, a sweep, Jesus. I, I didn't sweep, think Jesus is right. Sweep, Jesus. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a very very interesting series. But to me, because um, by the way, I have the Preds going all the way to the finals. So uh, I have them losing in the Western Conference Final to Anaheim. Wow! Nice job. Yeah, they won't, but that's cool. Uh, <laughs> and, and in the East, I have Washington beating the Habs. So <laughs> I think I had the Habs going high too. I can't even remember what I put in my bracket. Yeah, I got to stop betting on the Habs. <laughs> they're, they're really letting me down every year. Um, yep. So rumor has it because you know <laughs> I did the baseline. <laughs> Um, rumor has it that uh, one of the two $6 million men will be out in Edmonton this summer. That is one of Ryan Nugent Tompkins, uh-huh. according to Don Cherry. Eric Budskin. And uh, Jordan Everly. Now, I mean, that's believable. That's what happens mo- when you sign Lucic. Well, I was thinking about it and going, because uh, obviously Leon Dreisaitl is playing really well with Connor McDavid, but they yeah. see Leon Dreisaitl as the one-two behind Connor McDavid, right? Yeah, which is how I see it in most people. So that, so that means, because let's, and, and with no disrespect to Jordan Eberle, trading a winger that makes $6 million gets you far less than a center that makes $6 million. Yeah. And Nugent Hopkins is a legitimate 2-1. I mean, like, he could be a, a number one on many teams. Like, wouldn't he look good on the Montreal Canadiens? Do the Oilers expose Eberle? I don't know what their situation is. I don't either. Probably not. I don't know if you hmm. could. He might have a no move or no yeah, trade. He, might not be able he was he signed might. in the old regime when things were bold and everything mm. stayed the same. <laughs> I mean, Everly, like I look at the Oilers and their immediate replacement for him would be Jesse Pugliarvi. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that makes some sense. Uh, Nugent Hopkins, like six million bucks is a lot to pay your third line center. But still, a third line how, center who's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah how are you going to get value? It's the Tavera situation again. <laughs> oh, there it is. Well, you no, run I, out three <laughs> top one centers. Well, the thing is, is that do they have to? Do the Oilers have to do anything? No, but it's Peter Shirelli. Like that guy's got itchy feet. Like if I were them, I would just keep it, leave it. Nah. You easily could have been in the Eastern Conference Finals. Why take Western? Yeah. Western. Sorry. Why? T- why? Why not? I would. L- I would look at the Eberle one pretty hard. Um, and I like Jordan, I believe. And what do you think the Oilers' needs are? Because the thing is, is that do you get another winger back? Do you get, like, mm. do you go after a winger like him? Or do you go after a big physical winger like James Van Reevesdyke, whose contract's up? Do you go for a defenseman? Maybe Anaheim's willing to to look at that, although $6 million is a lot to hang hold on to. Like, what hmm. what are you getting? And that's why I think it, if any of those two are going, it's Nugent Hopkins because he's a center, and people are actually willing to give up real assets for that. But then you got to replace him. Like, well, I don't exactly. even know who their centers are beyond him. I don't know. Would you, uh, can we yeah, pull, pull up the Oilers depth chart here? Um, and, you know, that's. I just thought it was very interesting that that was like bang the first thing, and I thought 
if I am if I am Peter Chiarelli and I'm not, I think what the Leafs regime of the last couple of years has taught me is a little bit more patience. You, you know what? <laughs> like, don't make yes. a move just to make a move. Yeah. The the I was thinking about something last night. Is whenever a team gets knocked out of the playoffs, the first thought is, what do they do? Who do they get rid of? And I'm like, you made the playoffs. Yeah. You were one of the top half of the league. Uh, and you could have just as easily a bounce here or there, especially if you're one of the teams that made it to Game 7, been in the next round. Mm-hmm. What do you mean tearing it all down? Like, Washington is a little different. They put all their eggs in this year's basket. They literally can't afford to re-sign the guys that they have. Right. Um, I mean, Shattenkirk is is certainly gone. Justin Williams you might not be able to bring back. But, like, the Oilers? Yeah. Uh, where's the fire? Where's the fire? Well, I, and and especially when you've got a guy like maybe maybe I mean I don't know who's going to take on two two more years and eight million dollars at Benoit Pouliot, but maybe you can oh, find a taker right. there. Ugh. He looked good with McDavid when he did play with him uh, and back with Yak and Pouliot. Oh my God, that it, was quite the line, McYak Poo. Yeah, line. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got David DeHarnay who's up, Matt Hendricks is up, mm. Cassian's an RFA, uh, Drysaddle's an RFA, and Cassian's Yikes. worth bringing back. Uh, oh wait, uh, twenty six. Yeah, I think Dry yeah, Drysaddle is an RFA. Um, Connor McDavid's an RFA next year, and then you've got uh, on the back end Chris Russell and Eric Griba ready to leave time. If you don't want to resign, yeah, well, Griba you can stomach. Even on their back end, like Sakara, Clefbaum, Larson. So those are your big three mm-hmm. Not for bad. a long time. You got Nurse. Uh huh. Chris Russell's an interesting one. How do you make room for Drysaddle's new contract? You get rid of Everly. Like that that's why I'm not I'm not Or Pouliot. Because uh, Pouliarvi can come Where in is for him. Pouliot? Like can you um, not hang oh, on to Everly for one more year? Pouliot, four million bucks for the next two seasons. You can probably get rid of. He's listed as a winger. I could have swore he played some center. Mm-hmm. Um If you can get rid of Everly, you should definitely do it. I think just because not mm. not anything against him, it's just he's very expensive, and you have what looks to be a young, cheap replacement player for him. Puyi I bet you know yeah. could have an impact next Pouliot year. Puyi had fourteen points this year, so probably not going to get rid of him. Ooh, sixty-seven games. You could swing a seventh. You would have to <laughs> suck <laughs> some salary <laughs> back. <laughs> but they have. Maybe I he mean, gets claimed. I, have I haven't 20, looked at the Oilers. They have situation. twenty-three million dollars. Twenty-two million dollars. I, I was looking at this last night. Uh, twenty-two point four six million dollars in ca- projected cap space. Mm. Uh, they ended the season, and they've got potentially five million of that in potential like performance bonuses. So that's McDavid, mm. uh, who's going to hit all gonna of hit his. All. Dry Seidel, who's going to hit all of his. Yeah. Um. So you got. Well, it. no, he's not entry level anymore. Uh, Drake Caligula. Uh, Kajula. Kajula. How dare you? I know. I just like calling him Caligula. Caligula. <laughs> that's why I just like I just like saying that. Um. So Dracula. I, I feel like they have the money to. Hang on for another year, but if you could take a, if you could send a pick to to Vegas, because uh, Pouliot does not have a no move, you could expose him. Mm. They could take him, and you and you send a pick their way, and that's off your books. And then you could keep a guy like Everly, who does have top six skill, keep him there. You just had a bad playoffs, and I don't know. We haven't every playoff. It's like, ooh, who's injured with what? That's hmm. um, yeah, true. Can I get something out of the way with Vegas though? I've I've really ever since I had that conversation with Cap Friendly about you know how everything actually works with the expansion draft. I've started to look at every team. It's exhausting. I'm, I I don't think I'm going to do it anymore until 
each team announces who they're actually protecting and leaving. Exposed. Oh, I think we we can't do it until that's the no. case. Because I mean, we can no, we can hypothesize, I'm but it'll take that. forever. And it's just it is it is the rice chips of conversation. Like you you think you're eating something, but it's mostly air. Uh, is it wrong to think that they'll be kind of decent? Oilers? The uh, Vegas. I think they'll be good. <gasps> yeah, I, you I know what? I'm starting be, okay. to think that. Yeah. I've been saying for a long time that they'll be bad. I don't think so. Oh, and there was some really interesting stuff uh, from LeBron yesterday, too. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. Okay. Uh, because I do want to say the Rangers are in a tough spot in this particular situation. And we'll get are to they? LeBron right after this, I promise okay. you. Um, the Rangers will lose one of Grabner or Ranta. To what? To Vegas. They oh, have I to didn't re- even think of that. Yesterday, we or last podcast, we were talking about, oh, why would they get rid of Ranta? Well, they kind of have to. Um, or they get rid of Henrik. Um, which, which, I mean, no. no. Uh, unless they make a move, they're going to lose them, uh, one of them. And they, <laughs> the Rangers will draft in the first round this year. Do you know? Can you name the year the last time the Rangers drafted in the first round? Well, that's not, uh, How long do you think it's like average team? Two, two years ago. Since they've drafted in the first round, 2013. 2012. Oh, wow. Who was it? Don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I looked at it this morning, I cannot remember. Um, uh, uh, That's crazy. Rangers. Um, Because Vegas, they'll get a decent goalie. There seems to be so much. I think they'll get two. I think they'll get two. Like, what if they're tandem next year? So the last guy they drafted. Flurry Ranta. The last guy they drafted first overall was Brady Skage. Oh, Brady Skage. No, he's uh, he <laughs> Brady Skage. Uh, he's he was in their lineup this year and he was good. Uh, he was good. Um, yeah, I think one of one of Flurry or Ranto will go to Calgary. You would assume. Oh, if they can pull off a trade, I think this is where. I, okay, now this yeah, is what I want to get into. Your theory. My theory. Oh. Yeah. My theory on it, so we we, lo- we we say, and then we'll get to Pierre LeBrun's tweets, which were very, very interesting. Does he mention Brady Shea? <laughs> <laughs> um, Pierre LeBrun, uh, sorry, not Pierre LeBrun, uh, Ben Bishop's rights are now with Dallas. Yes. Sure. And uh, one of the things that Dean Lombardi wanted to do, if had he held on to the King's reins, was to keep Ben Bishop for some reason. But the... Uh, the new management in LA, in all their wisdom, were like, "Well, we could get something back for him, so they got a fourth round pick." Which I think is what they gave up. Is that um, what they gave up? Oh, I thought it was it more might, than that. Might have been a little bit more. Uh, can we look that up? I want to know sure. that. Um, in the meantime, might be on cap What me. I find is interesting is that I believe it was John Shannon that tweeted that Calgary was right there. John Shannon's been great recently. Yes, on yeah, fire. He's been really good. And he said Calgary was right there, and they missed out. I'm like, okay, fourth round pick. The one you have a great team. Fourth round pick, and you missed out. What possibly could you have missed? Like, what what was the thing that you weren't willing to go to? So, I don't remember where I read this, but supposedly, I think uh, uh, Bishop had some kind of a no move clause or like a limited one, and he and he said no to Calgary. Okay, fair enough. Now, believe me, if I didn't know that, I'd be like, what? You couldn't give up a fourth? (laughs) What's wrong with you? For a starting goal, like this is a team that's built. They just need a goalie. And, uh, I mean, they made the playoffs with horrendous goaltending, like, despite the horrendous goaltending. Yeah. Well, and good at times, but damn, Brian Elliott, like... Dude. Oh, <laughs> Dude. God. Jesse. Uh, the Bishop trade was Ben Bishop and a fifth-round pick to the Kings for Peter Budai, Eric Cernak, and a 2017 seventh-round pick and a hmm. 2017 conditional pick. 
I wonder what the condition was. I okay. can check the conditions hmm. on that. Interesting. Okay, so they got a fourth round. They got something back. That's the point, right? Yeah, it's a it's a pretty nothing. It, but it's a smart deal. move asset, right? Like, good asset management on the Kings' part. And Dallas needs to figure their, their shit out, quite frankly, on, on goaltending. <sighs> so I wrote a whole article around that. <laughs> yes. One sec. My sure. theory with sure. Penguins in Calgary is this. Brian Burke, uh, Brad Living, they know they have a good team. Mm-hmm. They know they need a goaltender. And one thing Brian Burke never got done in Toronto was he never sorted out what the hell the goaltending situation was. It was sort of James Reimer. Well, he walked ass backwards into James Reimer, yes, too. Yes, and wanted... He inherited him. That was, a, that was a John Ferguson pick. There you go. From that really great draft in like 07 or 08 mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. They, they had a couple... The, John Ferguson's draft record was decent. He yeah. just never had picks. Um, so... With that in mind, you think Brian Burke's going to be a little bit... He's going to be on it, right? They're, I mean, Brad Treliving... They say Brian Burke's hands-off, but I have a hard time believing that. Uh, Brad Treliving and Brian Burke won a goalie. The goalie to get is Pittsburgh's goalie. The goalie to get is Marc-Andre Fleury. And the best part about this is, A, he's Canadian, so he probably want to come here, although I'm surprised Ben Bishop didn't want to come. I mean, I mean, he's from Quebec. Yeah. Like, my, that's such, but, I have such a weird thing with Canada. Well, he's Canadian. Okay, have you ever been to Quebec... <laughs> it's and different. then Alberta, different. They're not the same. Yeah, yeah, it's like New England and Texas, different. Yeah, yeah. Um, no like, do any of us have any ties to anywhere outside of Ontario? Mm, well, well, Adam does. Moved um, I don't think I do. Like, I would never say, "Oh, yeah, it's it's Vancouver, it's Canada. I want to live there." No, it, it is I, different. I like, I like Very like different Toronto. lifestyle, different different <laughs> mentality my, for sure. One of my aunts by marriage is French Canadian. That's it. Mm-hmm. Really, that's yeah. Um. I think Calgary is going to make a hard push and Pittsburgh is going to be open to it because Pittsburgh knows whether they win the cup or not. Pittsburgh knows that they lose Marc-Andre Fleury for nothing. Uh, well, I don't. Oh, 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 to Vegas. Yes. It's interesting. It started. Calgary's going to be the hardest pushing team on this. You watch. It, they the, have to the be. The situation started with, please take this guy, <laughs> or at least that's what it seemed like from the outside. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, after the playoffs and that's all it takes is one really hot playoffs. I mean, He's the the hot commodity on the market, and Pittsburgh could get some significant, not not crazy assets, mm-hmm. but significant assets back uh, from any team that gets him. Like I think he's worth he's worth Vegas not getting him t- for a lot of teams. Um, mm-hmm. You know he would he would have been worth it for Dallas for sure. Holy smoke! The more I'm thinking about it, a flurry rant a tandem would a be very good. Oh my god! B be I believe six point seven five million. Wow! I don't th- I don't think that can happen. Why? Why would why would the teams the other teams in the league let Flurry and Ransa go to Vegas? Why wouldn't somebody make a move for that? Well, New York, I know New York and and Peng- and Pittsburgh are going to want to make those trades. They're exactly. going to want to. So you got. I mean, be- if you're Calgary, why not make Ranta your guy instead yeah. of Flurry? One's a million dollars. One's won a, one's won a cup potentially two. Well, no, one's won two cups. Yeah. One's already won two, maybe three. Yeah, you ca- you go with the cup league. guy. Go with the cup guy. Cap league. I don't know. Man, I, I don't know. I, I think it's if if it's Brian Burke, Brian's gonna want a guy with a cup. How much would a tandem of Ranta Johnson cost? Oh my god, nothing. Yeah, and five mil max. And both of Calgary's yeah. goalies are UFAs. So yeah, yeah. Well, Vegas and Elliot's can, not coming. Vegas can pick one up for not like not taking an expansion pick out. You of could that. yeah, so you could just get them sign them in that little window they have. So why not do that and not give up one of your expansion? And, yeah, and if you're if you're Brian Elliott, sign with Vegas, man. Take it. Yeah, take the money, live in Vegas, um, and be a starter. <laughs> right? I also think I don't think 
Mm. I don't think he's going to get a starting job anywhere. Well, he'd be a good backup somewhere. It'd be interesting to see if the Leafs go after something like that. I think that's why they're waiting. You know, Curtis McElhaney was really good, but there's going to be a lot of just goaltenders floating around yeah. out there. There might be some some former starters. There's going to be a lot of musical chairs going on. Dallas which... is going to be looking to move one of Niemi or Lettinen. Mm-hmm. And if how, really... how on earth are they going to do that based on the conversation we just had? If you retain salary on those guys, because they've only got one year left each, <sighs> retain I don't know salary if they can on afford one. that. Retain salary. Do it. You have to. And they only have the For rights to Bishop. Who knows if they can sign him? Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Like, okay. <laughs> Would you take $2 million anti Niemi for a year if it meant the Leafs got a few assets and he's your backup? I would totally do that. Here's the problem. For Dallas, you sign Bishop. What's Bishop going to cost? Optimistically, somewhere, I think, between 4 and $5 million. Kerry Lettinen makes 5.9. Someone help me with math because I suck. What is 4.5 plus 5.9? It's like 11. Yeah, it's over 10. It's over 10. And then you're going to retain $2 million. $2 million. So you have a tandem that is not even guaranteed to be great for over $10 million and then shove $2 million on top of Would that. Would you take a $3 million or $2.8 million Kerry Lettinen on the Leafs as a backup if you got assets with him? Considering that they have a ton of cap room this year. Dallas can't afford that, though. They can't be spending $9 million. $3 million. That's even worse yeah. for them. This was so. I also looked at uh, in my little article. I looked at buyout options. Um, Oy. So Oy, you don't want to get into that game. Uh, Are we no, still signing? But it would be cheaper. <laughs> it would be cheaper than retaining half. Um, Letting <laughs> you one year away until twenty thirty. Guys, they're one year away. Bring up. Can we bring up Dallas's cap friendly? I'd love I, to look I have at it this. In front of okay, me. what are we looking at here for next year? For next year, Do you just suffer through. You had. I think you, you know what I completely through. forgot. Dallas had 109 points two seasons ago. Yeah. They're, they are what? a good team. So, sorry, what am I looking at here? For Dallas's cap friendly, Adam, oh, what do you want to know? Uh, I want to know how much money they have projected free up for next year. Uh, to me, I'm Projected cap million. hit 52. So they, yeah, so just over 20 million. That's if the cap stays at 73, which apparently it's going to go up. Right. So They're, they're saying as high as 78. I don't know. With Vegas entering the league, I think that's why. So yeah. without the even looking at the goalies. Vegas entering the league, because it's a, they had to pay a $500 million expansion fee, which just goes to the league. And I think that's why the expand. Oh. And then they had to pay $500 million or something on top of that. It's like a billion-dollar in- investment. Nice. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, without even looking at the goalies. So Essa Lindell, I don't know much about him, but he's a restricted free agent. Patrick Nemeth is a free agent. Jamie Alexiak is a restricted free agent. Yes, he is. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very athletic family. Uh, <laughs> and those guys are just the defenders. Like the Nurse family. Like the Nurse family. Yes. Kia, Darnell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's name more families. Than what's I his name from, from the this. Sutter family? The Eagles? Ah. Anyway. <laughs> the Courtnell family. The, the Hearts. Russ and, and Brett Russell. Courtnell, I think, wasn't it? Russ and Russ Courtnell and there's, th- there's like three Courtnell brothers that played in the NHL. The Carricks. The Carrick's. I made that up. They're not related. No. Um, uh, <laughs> Radic like, wow. Faxa, restricted free agent. Brett Ritchie, restricted free agent. Yuri Hoodler's UFA. I mean, he's probably gone. Hemsky's a UFA. He's probably gone. And Patrick Sharp is a UFA. Even if they bring him back, it's going to be at a haircut. So they'll survive, actually. Mm-hmm. I think they'll survive, but... Survive with how many goalies? Well, they'll survive, like I'm saying, if they have to do something unfortunate, like a buyout. Or if they just... Tough it out, baby. Set, Are you going to bury one of those no, guys? No, retain. Retain and move. Like, is Dallas, does Dallas have an internal cap? No, I don't think so. I don't even... 
They might. Can but. they afford to just gobble up like what three and a half mil? I honestly re- retain the salary, move him on, move Niemi or move Letnin, whichever's easier, and and get on with it. Both are up at the end of the year. Tough it out. Do not do the buyout option because then you're, you're stuck retain, for two more yeah. years. You're going to retain and give things away. Also, what, wasn't it announced that they intend on protecting um, uh, Nachushkin? Oh, here's a fun thing. <laughs> we didn't even look at I this. Uh, Niemi and Lettinen both have modified. I seem to remember. Niemi's got a no trade clause, so you can't expose them. Uh, they're, well, they're both uh, modified. No, no, no. Yeah. Niemi has just a no, no trade. No, you can expose both. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lettinen's yeah, yeah. got a modify, but Niemi's got a no trade. So yeah. it's, not it's, a no, it's only Niemi's, no moves. No moves. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Looked into this, and by that I mean and just yeah, gone on cap friendly a lot. 15, 15 player list. Okay. 15 team list. Mm. So boy. none of those yeah. guys are, you're, you're not obligated to protect any of those guys. Yuck. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. Like, you look at their defense. I mean, okay, you got Paterin for another year, you got Ham Hughes and Klingberg. For a nice cheap deal. But those, those are the, that's it. That's all you have locked up, right? John Stevens. Or sorry, Stephen Johns. <laughs> um, John Stevens. Um, I mean, they, they've got some work to do. They had some real work to do. But they're another one of those teams where it's it's the Rubik's cube. They they got a couple sides to the Rubik's cube figured out. Or no, wrong analogy. They're close to having a full cube, I think. But they're just a few turns away. It looks it looks bad. But oh wait, chick, oh, chick, yeah. chick, chick, the right moves, they'll and, be fine. And you get it. And Jim Nill's not dumb. They also have the third overall pick. Let's not forget that. Well, that's, oh, that's what cool. I suggested. Like, would Vegas be interested in okay, how far away is this from a good deal? Dallas sends the third overall pick and anti Niemi to Vegas in exchange for the sixth overall pick. How far is it how far away is that from a good deal? I don't hate that. Yeah. I don't know if I like it if I'm Vegas, but I don't well, know if you I love only it if get I'm to Dallas. move up three spots. You know what? You know what? I don't like that deal. Yeah. One more year, tough it out. <laughs> Retain salary, trade a player. The other one I came up with was Calgary. Now three to six, or sorry, six to three. That's not a huge jump. Seventeen to three is a hell of a jump. So would Calgary be interested in trading the seventeenth pick in exchange for Niemi and the third, or Lettinen and the third? But if you're Dallas, I mean, why? Uh, is the God. Bishop move a bad trade now? Maybe they should have just stuck it out with these well, two goalies. It's and actually, again. it's kind of interesting. They needed to improve on their goaltending situation, no doubt. But but they had two under contract who combined for more than nine million dollars. Well, and the guy they got isn't necessarily a solution. He's he's a six foot seven guy who's thirty with an injury history, like a bad injury history. Who got there, demoted n- to backup last season? Yeah, like yeah. there is no guarantee he's better than both of them or either no. of them. Yeah, that was the that was the puzzling part about yeah. the whole thing was Bishop going to yeah. Dallas in the first place. So you traded an asset for a guy who's not a guaranteed solution, and he's going to cost it about as much as one of them. Like he, he's going to cost probably more than Niemi, maybe less than Letton. So you think you're probably in the five range. That doesn't seem so like you a great move, does it? a fourth round pick so you can have three goalies who are basically the same skill level and yeah. the same money. Well, that, and which, which is why they when they signed Letton and Andy, I mean, you're like, that was it was kind of like signing the same guy. Yeah, so remember before when you didn't have a leg to stand on in trade negotiations because you were the team in need? Okay, well, now you're more so. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, okay, 
If if I'm I don't know, let's just throw out a name, Calgary. And Jim Nil calls me and I you know, on my speed dial I see it's Jim Nil. I'm like, hey bud. Yeah. <laughs> and I answer the phone with a smile every time because I win. <laughs> I you are coming to me. Is anyone going to Dallas right now? <laughs> Who is who's like bursting through the door and be, Get me down to the phone. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I'm glad I got you. Unless Jamie We Dan's need Carrie Lettinen right now. We need him right now. We need one of your three average goalies. Now, supposedly, if you look at some of the uh they, they they've done a lot better with coming up with uh, like more advanced numbers for goalies. Carrie Lettinen wasn't all that bad this past season. Even worse, you look at Bishop's numbers next to his, they're pretty close to identical. Mm. Letting was actually better. Yeah. <sighs> um, something to keep in mind. Pierre Lebrun tweeted these five tweets, and they are very interesting. Yes. Are you ready? Yes, and I will tell you the part that I highlight the most. And he actually starts them with the word interesting, because he Ooh. even knew they were interesting. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Have heard from teams who are contemplating using Vegas's unique free agent window prior to June 21st in this fashion. Team X could offer Vegas an asset in exchange for signing a pending UFA from another team during that unique window. Then Vegas would flip that signed player to Team X. But the key is that Vegas must wait until after the expansion draft to, to flip the signed player. That's because any signed free agent during that unique window counts as one of Vegas's roster picks for the expansion draft. So, if one team wanted uh, Brian Boyle, from the, uh, they wanted Brian Boyle and they wanted to get him early, if Vegas signed him and flipped him before the expansion draft... Uh, he would count against the uh, he would count against it as a pick from the Leafs. So, yes, here's how I interpret. Hang that. on, last last okay, tweet. sure, 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 sure. Uh, might be worth the asset if Vegas uh, for Vegas if it counts as an expansion draft pick from a team that doesn't have much to select uh, much selection to begin with. So if you're if Vegas is like, well, I don't really want anybody on your team, might work. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, the Leafs are in a pretty good position now. So I don't know here- if that's Eric Fair, but. Here's how I interpret that. Oh, Adam. Wow, really? I was like, no, they're not going to get Eric. F- oh, because it's because his Eric name Fair is assessment. also a word. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, here's how I interpret that. Montreal goes to Toronto. Hey, trade us the negotiating rights for Brian Boyle. Toronto goes, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Montreal goes to Vegas. Hey, go ahead and sign this guy, and we'll get him back from you. Vegas goes, okay. They go out and they sign Brian Boyle. July 1st comes around, they trade Brian Boyle to Montreal. And Montreal goes, ha! (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. they gave Vegas an asset that they didn't want to give to Toronto. Uh, Or, like, you could look at it as Toronto wouldn't want to give Boyle to a divisional rival, and Montreal wouldn't want to give a pick to a divisional rival. True. Now, here's the great thing. Purely hypothetical. If you're a player, and this situation presents itself, you must understand that you hold all the cards. Because you don't have to sign. Oh, God. So if the players are like, if Brian Boyle is going to get $2 million, let's just say, I think he's probably two and a half. He could probably go, okay, Vegas, Montreal, I'll sign with you, but it's going to be four. Oh, God, a bunch of players are going to get too much money. There's going to be a lockout. This is why I don't think, (laughs) I don't think it's a great idea for a team like the Leafs, Leafs specifically, some, some teams it'll make sense for, to go in and do something like that. Because the player will literally hold all the cards. Well, I, and then Vegas holds the cards too. So you're overpaying for a guy, and you're giving up an asset. The, the Leafs are in such a good damn position. Like, okay, 
who, That's my point. Who, Don't who, screw it up. Who do we discuss? Are there are there big potential losses? Maybe Kirby Reichel. Maybe Josh Levo. Mm-hmm. Maybe Seth Griffith. Maybe Matt Martin. Mm, probably not. Maybe Alexi Marchenko. Maybe Matt Martin Marinson. And then you look at the potential UFAs you could lose in in this fashion, or they just walk. Roman Polak, Matt Hunwick, Brian Boyle, who you just got anyway. Crimea River. Like, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's really good. You look up and down. <laughs> spend enough time on Cap Friendly, you realize how many teams are boned. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why the Leafs... Um, Babcock, uh, in an interview recently, talked about how the Leafs are about to announce uh, a bunch of European signings. signings. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. But the reason that they haven't announced them, including Callie Rosen, which has been reported but not actually officially announced, they have 50 contracts right now. Yeah. Right, but the contracts, these contracts would not kick in That's until right. next year. Fair enough, but they, apparently they can't announce, or it's not a good idea to announce all that yet. Hmm. So they don't want to announce anything. And that's why we, I, I imagine Grunstrom, I don't think PTOs count against the 50 cap thing. No. And then that's why Grunstrom Someone asked an interesting question, and I didn't know the answer. Have the Leafs formally announced that they've signed Miro Altanen? Or I was it just reported? Have. I think they did too. I believe they did. And that I wasn't that the 50th? That that wouldn't count for this year. Maybe I don't know. The fiftieth. I have a friend with the last initial L, and whenever I say into the phone, "Call Al L," Siri goes, "Calling Al the fiftieth." <laughs> Roman numerals. <laughs> They're fine. They did announce the signing. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, then who the hell is it? Callie Rosen. Now, wh- do you have the quote? Do you have the Mike Babcock quote? Like, did I, he say I, multiple? Because it sounded like free agents. Because what he, what Mike said, and I think he he he's right, is he's like you know we he's like we want to have the the Tampa the Tampa model. He's like li- they had so many injuries and they just missed the playoffs. He's like I had Tampa. He said in the interview I had Tampa in the Stanley Cup final, and he said this is this is the problem we have. We don't have that sort of depth yet. And he's right. When you look at the Leafs depth chart uh, with Goche out for six months, they've got yeah. Cal O'Reilly on a loan. Uh, at the Marlies level. I think they should look hard at re-signing Colin Greening because he's been basically the top-line center for most of the season for the Marlies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's an NHL center, re- really, but if you can get him for, like, I don't know, six, seven hundred grand on a two-way deal, um, why not? And have him as your, like, sixth center. Because mm-hmm. right I, now you're looking at, I, I mean, Ben Smith is your full-time fourth-line center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, unless you re-sign Brian Boyle or someone else. Well, and and, and that's that's going to be. I mean, there's been a few articles um, written around in the in the blog sphere about this uh, particular issue. Um, the The pension plan puppets have talked about it. The Athletics talked about it. Sportsnet's talked about it. It's all about okay. So the Leafs are basically. There's so much good writing. There is there. yeah, there is a lot Holy of great crap. writing out there. There is yeah. so so much talent on the wings and so much talent incoming. You got to remember that the Leafs are already stacked on the wings as it is. And like a guy like Dimitro Timishoff barely played this year, right? Where he, I don't even know if he was in the lineup for the Marlies last night. And, and then you've got, I don't remember seeing guys like Bracco coming up. Now, Adam Brooks, when you put him into the Marlies lineup, he's automatically the first or second centerman automatically. (laughs) Well, this is, that's an interesting thing too. Oh, so they need to figure out, was his injury announced? No. He got lit up in the WHL. Oh, that's not good. It was um, I, I think what'll be interesting is when they announce these free agents, I think you're going to see a lot of defensemen, and I think you're going to see... Like, Mira Alton apparently can play center. I think you're going to see centermen. 
I think you're going to see people that can that can play center because they need it. And it's not that they're expecting some of the—I imagine some of these free agents, they're like, okay, you might have a shot at the NHL. Mm. You might have a shot, but we need you in the AHL right now. And and we'll give you the shot if you can make it, but we need depth in the AHL right That's now. interesting. Like, Corrado, not so much because, I mean, it did seem like he was destined to just never play. But, like, Josh Levo— no one got hurt. Brendan Leipzig. <laughs> no one got hurt. Brendan Leipzig could be Josh Levo next year if the same thing happens. He's in the exact. I don't seat. think they would al- allow that to happen. I don't think they would allow. So what that do you do? Happen. And a lot of people, they're, they're, it's so funny. It's a lot of people see a. him as a surefire guy. A lot of I people do. see a lot of people see mm-hmm. him as a yeah, not really sure about him yet guy. There's also who on the Leafs is going to lose their job. I still like again. I just I look at I watch Kapanen play. I'm like. You, I hate to pick on the guy, but you can't tell me the Leafs are better off with Soshnikov. No, I, I, I better think off Kap- with Soshnikov. I think Kapanen is a few good decisions away. Like I think he just and he and and you saw it. Like from from the first game that he played to the last game that he played, the decision making that he made. He's got the tools. He's got the skills. The goal he scored in Game Three in the series against Syracuse. Like Jesus Murphy. He's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He's an unbelievable player. Can, he can can be one of your leading scorers. Can play on the power play. Can kill. It's penalties. conceivable that he comes up and plays top line minutes. And I'm not saying first line. I'm saying you know because they really have three first lines, right? <laughs> it's conceivable that he plays not on the fourth line next year. Yeah. Very like you know you know because here's the trap not? we fall into every show. Well, whatever, it's our show. <laughs> hey, the Athletic wrote about it. They're like, "What are the Leafs going to do with all their wingers?" I'm like, "It's not just me." No, everybody's everybody's trying to figure that out. I swear, every time I'm trying to figure out like the the Marley's wing situation, I'm like, "I'm a buddy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with all the drawings on the wall." Here's how it's going to work. <laughs> They're going to move around this guy. And, uh. The Sabres announced today they have their third GM in 20 years. Oh, they finally did it. Mr. Botterill from the Penguins, who's leaving the Penguins after they just win their game. They win game seven. Yeah. He's the assistant general manager. And they're like, bye, see you. Mid-playoff run. Mid-playoff yeah, run. Yeah, that's so weird. Well, I guess they don't want, because they're, they're probably doing a lot of expansion draft well, what's planning. what's he going to do? Yeah, they don't want to. Stick uh, around he, and win a cup. Buffalo needs him. He's going to get a ring anyway. Yeah, but, but Buffalo like, needs him, and, and Pittsburgh doesn't want him around for those secret meetings. Maybe. Oh, that's true. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. don't want him to get more information than he already yeah. has. And I mean, he's going to get a ring. Yeah. He's going to get a ring. Um, I uh, have a friend, a friend of a friend of a friend, I think, mm-hmm. like three, I don't know, degrees removed. He was with, uh, he got a, he was with the Chicago Cubs, got a really wicked offer to go to some university. So it was obviously a step down because he's not in the MLB, but a much higher position than he can go back to the MLB. And probably way more money, too. You're right. So he, but he needed to stay with the Cubs for another three weeks in order to get a ring if they won. Oh, and it was the first so time. So he said in- to the university, he's like, look, mm-hmm. like this, this would be magical. Like, please let me start three weeks late. And they said, okay, guess what? Got a ring. Got a Chicago Cubs World Series ring. That's amazing. Pretty cool. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Sportsnet's got an article I think you should check out. It's by our good friend, Luke Fox. Steve Dang. Oh. Okay. Uh, eight sign-and-trade destinations for Ilya Kovalchuk. Mm, okay. Fun. Just fun. Jesse's into this. Montreal Canadiens. There's no particular order to this, but Montreal Canadiens. You got to think Montreal for, is for sure in on this. For sure. <laughs> yeah, because... Because... Montreal is that team. Dallas, he says, points out Dallas might be 
It's amazing people call Florida weird when Montreal exists. <laughs> hey. I know. Two wacky teams. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. Dallas. 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 Uh, because you've got Hemschke, Sharp, and Hoodler coming off the books. If they figure out their goalie situation, sure. Problem is it doesn't address the problem, which is their defense is terrible. Well, they don't seem to want to be <laughs> addressing that problem anyway. I guess um, not. Minnesota Wild, which I thought was interesting. He said, you know, with an experienced core, you got Parise, Koivu, Pominville, and Eric Stahl are all 32 or older. Mm-hmm. So the window's closing. Their scoring disappeared in the playoffs. Plus Minnesota's cap is $80 million. <laughs> Yeah, somehow. So. Yeah. I don't know. They're like Chicago without the winning. If you could, if you could get a discounted cap hit, uh, L.A. Well, because he was rumored to be going there uh, during you, the whole contract fiasco. Well, if you look at, if you can figure out a way to get Vegas, he said to get to take Dustin Brown or Marion Gabrick. If you could figure out a way for them to take one of those guys, then you can then you can fit Kovalchuk oh, in. Is Vegas gonna have like thirty picks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and is are the Kings that bad if they can score goals? If you've got Carter and Kovalchuk. Are they that bad anymore? I mean, they were right in it with Peter Buda. Peter Budai played 60 games this past season. That's crazy. Peter Budai. What year is this? That's nuts. Um, Edmonton Oilers. Shirelli is the what? guy. Well, one of those one of those two $6 million guys are going. Pro- probably. It's funny. I said, what? And then I immediately was like, well, oh, that'd be fun. Can you imagine McDavid Kovalchuk? <laughs> That would be so wicked fun. Like, I hope uh, that happens. You know how that would every- be so much easier to afford without Lucic? Oh, well. Um, that would be so much oh my fun. God. And then Pulley-RV comes into the NHL, maybe make some noise. Holy shit. Oh, my God. How good is their defense? Who cares? Whee! It doesn't matter. Yep, yep. And you got Cam Talbot playing like a, a rock star. Yeah. Um, Carolina. One of the league worst uh, goals against, or goals per game, excuse mm-hmm. me. They look like they're on the edge of something, and they, they have the assets really to do. move. Yeah, we talk about Tampa being a team that could have made it. Carolina came pretty close. And pretty they're, close. they seem to be willing to move something. So, like, what he suggested, what Luke suggested, was maybe take on Ryan Close's contract from New Jersey and take Kovalchuk because they got a ton of cap space because Close's not playing again. Um, what is the situation with uh, Brian Bickle? Is his contract up? That's a good question. I, don't I think know. he announced. Did he announce his retirement? I think uh, he's done. He is done. I think he's he played announced. his last game. Yeah, but I don't know if he announced retirement because I think he wants to keep hmm. getting paid. Uh, Florida Panthers, which because of course, Kovalchuk Yager, and well, they're saying Yager might be gone because he only had forty six points this year. Don't you know? Oh come on, that's still great. I think. That's How much did good. he make? And this it, is, isn't it a million or a million and a half or no, something? No, it was much more than Oh, that. was it? Yeah. It, I think it was closer to four. Oh. Now, I'll take Yager. I'll take him. Four mil. Would you take him on the that? Leafs? No. Well, I at least either. don't need him. I think Yager ends up in Montreal. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think he's a perfect fit for Montreal and the craziness that's going on over there. If there's any other wicked, wacky carousel that he joins, it's Montreal for sure. No, tax is way too high. Oh, he doesn't care at this point. He wants he wants the money. It's so ridiculous looking at his name on Cap Friendly and you go to age and it says 45. <laughs> <laughs> like He's 45. Absurd. How far back does his contract history go? Oh, because Cap Friendly keeps track of all that. 
Like you can go back and look. Oh, this guy made this much money, and then he. Yeah, you can go back to uh, 1990, 91 when he made a hundred and fifty grand. Get out of here! They have that. <laughs> 150 grand. Wow! It's pretty good money for 1990. There's no cap it, obviously. No. Oh my God. Just make 150 grand. Sorry. Here's here's year by year his salary. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. This is going to be fun. It's, it's, it's so cool. So, how come there have been so many lockouts? Well, boys and girls, um, the first year I'm going to say is 9091. The last year I'm going to say is 2001, 2002. With that in mind, here we go. 150 grand, 225 grand, 700 grand, 1.3 million, 2.8 million, 3.25 million, 4 million, 5.1 million, 5 million. Oh, he took a haircut. Followed by 10.4 million, 9.53 million. Capital years, right? Uh, probably. And 10.03 million. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, I got it out of hand for a while. <laughs> I, I think he's he's probably made over a hundred million dollars in his career, right? Eh? I ooh, I would think so. I'm trying to wasn't didn't something come out where like he was officially like the richest hockey player of all time, or not the richest? He and Lecavalier have to be up there. Lecavalier's mm. got to be up there too. Yeah, yeah he's he's, he's on, up there. Isn't he still on several buyouts? Yeah, <laughs> he's been like bought out twice, and like wasn't he bought out and then Vincent Lecavalier is being paid by more people than Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> like. He, he makes a lot of money. Um, yeah. Yager, he's like a time capsule of the economic history of the NHL. Well, yeah. and you it's know, so cool. it's so funny when you look <laughs> at... Sh- I've never seen that before. That's <laughs> incredible. I saw a graphic of, or there, there was some retrospective on Wayne Gretzky, and it talked about what he was making in LA in 92-93. Ready for this? Mm. It's like $8.8 million. 92-93. That's big by today's standards. Yeah. Like Crosby no, doesn't make that. No wonder. No, that's a no, hundred grand more than Crosby. No freaking wonder there was a lockout. <laughs> I mean, the salaries just got out of control, right? What? If Gretzky makes yeah. this much, and I am half of Gretzky, then I deserve half of Gretzky. Exactly. Exactly. And now, and now you can make four million and like not even be that good. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last thing that Luke uh, Luke Fox said is the Vegas Golden Knights could end up with. Um, Kovalchuk because Shipachev was his teammate yeah. and New Jersey could be like, okay, well, just don't take any of our guys and they could go like, And then like, Vegas can have a marketable superstar. Yeah. Here's a bunch of cap. Yeah. I actually yeah. think trade deadline there. comes around and they're not in the playoffs. Here you go. That makes the most sense to me. Hmm. Vegas makes the most sense. I mean, the most sense to me is just stay in the KHL for one more year and then yeah. choose wherever the hell you want to go. 35, he doesn't want to do that. He's, but he's he doesn't impatient. want to do that. So. He spent four years in the KHL. He obviously wants to be back. Now, Slava Malamud did tweet. Slava Malamud, who you should follow. No, uh, you no, you should. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> he, has some inter- he has some interesting tweets, but he does have some great information. And one of the things he tweeted was, Kovalchuk would likely prefer to stay in either New York City or wind up in Florida. Wife and four kids are a major factor. It will be a sign and trade. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't too happy with him last night. Why? Well, it's just, you know, we're like a week removed from the Rob Rossi thing. And everyone's like, oh, we shouldn't listen to this guy. And then a week later, we're like, hey, this Russian guy said he's known Alex Ovechkin since he was 17. Better take his word as gospel. Well, uh, he's had other things that he's broken, hasn't he? Yeah, but if he's, uh, there's a reason I don't follow him. Like, he's a lunatic. <laughs> the, the stuff he tweets. Like, he I, was tweet ta- I was talking to someone yesterday. They're he like, tweet some crazy shit. Uh, so, someone messaged me. They're like, why is everyone taking Slava Malamud <laughs> as gospel? He, you know what? Sometimes he has interesting stuff, for sure. But he's, ooh, that is not my pace. Listen, that is not my pace if at all. People take Mike Milbury as gospel. 
Slava Malamud this is, is not what as I'm bad. saying. Like, this is what I'm saying, man. Not uh, my pace. Do we expect Kovacic to play for another 10 years like Yager? Because, like, that's the bar right now. Oh. I think he'll play till he's 40, 41. Yeah? I think he's another one of those guys that's just so good and so loves it. Just loves it. I would love to know. Like, one day we need a hard dollar amount how much money he left on the table. Because I know, I know he went to SKA for crazy money. But then the ruble fell. Then the ruble fell. I mean, even if he, like, maybe he might have broke even. I think that's the best case <sighs> scenario. If I were him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have left. No. Yeah, but then there was all these rumors and blah, 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 whatever. No. Anyway. And he got to live in Russia. There's a lot of interesting stuff on the way. Uh, good, good luck to the Sabres uh, with Jason Botterill. Just, you know, throwing that out there. Good luck. That's... Uh, Supposedly, uh, he's one of the better guys available. He did. He's got a master's degree, I think, in mathematics, and he did. He's the reason that they were able to fit. Who was it? Kessel and a few other guys under the cap because he did some like number crunching. He's the he's the Penguins number guy. Interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm sure Brandon Pridham helped. I mean, takes two sides to tango, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a dumb man, though. Not just some guy that they mm. hauled in off the street. Uh, Fair so enough. I, I Not, think it's... Are you going to have to email Botterill the rules? No. Mm. He, he, they said he was instrumental in the 09 team uh, and last year's team. And all, well, obviously all the teams in between. Like He's been the assistant general manager a long, long, long time. Right? And Rutherford was well, not the... Like, remember, he worked with Ray Shiro and then Jim Rutherford. Rutherford, who they should have fired. <laughs> well, we said it, man. <laughs> Whoops. We sure said that. Hey, look, they're not all going to work. <laughs> they're not all going to Hey, we have good. to do two shows, uh, two shows a week every freaking week of the year. Sometimes yeah. you're going to miss. Sometimes you're going to miss. Um, shall we do the WHL draft names? Oh, yes. No. No? What? No, I, I feel like we, we've missed that. What do you mean? It's no. The ship sailed? Yeah. We it's, cannot. It's over. The ship has not sailed. This is Sh- a tradition. Ship sailed, by the way, drafted by the Swiss current Broncos. <laughs> do you have them? Um, I could easily pull them up. They're I think, I think Dude, we should have I have avoided go. these for a week. I yeah, still don't know I, any I, of them. Jesse, like we need to over. do them. It's not over. No. It's not over. We've been, we've, had, we've been inundated with requests. We must do them. Come on. All right. I need to change the, I need to change the camera. Okay. He's going to change the I'm going to go to the bathroom quickly. Let's take this opportunity. I'm going to do it too, but I'm not going to get up. WHL draft names. Here we go. No. Yes, yes Jesse. It's over. Jesse, no. it's, it doesn't matter. Yes. It's not over. Brickman uh, House. Let's hear it. Come on. I have to pull up a comprehensive list. A comprehensive you list. You had time to get this list. I, I, what were over you doing? Over a week. I, was, I, I left as well. Oh, did you leave? Oh, I, I did Yeah, leave. he left. I had a bathroom break. And I stayed here looking at Twitter. Stop talking about the bathroom, Adam. Sorry. <laughs> I just feel so much better. That's fine. I wonder how many people right now, yeah, I'm talking to you, are listening to the podcast while on the toilet. Yeah, tweet us if you're on the toilet. Yeah. Toilet tweets. Pictures. Which of the hashtags? Pictures. No, please. That's okay. I want pictures. <laughs> I No, I want pictures of your bathroom floor, the tiling. I'm No, I don't even want that. No, because um, here's the thing: is that uh, I know with our listeners, it's like mm. they, you get the tile, and then you get something gross too. Because of course. there's always the one person who's like, "Let's get crazy," yeah. and they just here's my poo. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't need to be sent your poo. <laughs> just a poo emoji will do. God, this one. T- okay, now new one. Tweet us if you're eating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tweet us what saying what you're doing right now. Well, I, had, I saw I'm someone curious. who said that they had listened to the entire show in Nice yesterday. 
I saw that. I you're that was, in. I'm always in amazed France. when someone's like, I'm on vacation. And I'm like, I don't listen to podcasts on vacation. You don't? You're in Nice, France. I listen to Dan Carlin on vacation. Wow. That's no, I can't even. I listened to you guys on vacation while I was in London oh. last year and Pika got traded. Well, that makes sense. You're on the show. <sighs> and Pika got traded. Like, that's huge. And he's going to win the cup this year. That's pretty cool. That is pretty neat. I'm so excited. It's weird. Uh, the The whole story around the Preds has shifted violently. Like, it, it went from there's no way they're going to beat the Blackhawks to I heard people talking today about the Preds sweeping the Ducks. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, I don't think I, so. I think it's somewhere <laughs> in the middle. I think it could be a 5-6 game se- series one way or the other. One way or the other. I, I just it depends to me on who gets out to the hot start. I gotta think the Preds. I do too. I that's what I believe. But I also last night thought Edmonton and Pittsburgh were gonna win, and I was only right about one of them. So Jesse's giggling. Are you getting into it? We should start with Cloud Atlas character. What? Cloud Atlas is a movie. <laughs> Have you ever seen Cloud? It's a book. Oh. It's a book and a movie. My dad likes the movie. That's why I, I like that. I thought, for a second, I thought they had drafted someone named Cloud Atlas, which I'd totally believe. <laughs> drafted in the first round, ninth overall, Joel Sexsmith. Oh, that's yeah. Sam. I get that. Yeah, Sexsmith. Sexsmith. But he's the character from Cloud Atlas. Oh, I didn't know that. See, uh, if you read Cloud Atlas, I think it would make more sense. I wonder if he's um, related to former Vancouver Giants goalie Tyson Sexsmith. Or Ron Sexman. Yeah, I just McGuire'd all of you. Or Ron Sexman. Who was a Canadian um, artist. Yeah, who performed at the zoo once. 19th overall by the Seattle Thunderbirds. They drafted Peyton Mount. Oh, I was waiting for you to finish the name. Peyton Mount? Peyton Mount. Yeah, no, I'm not that... Uh, no, Peyton. Uh, there's, there are Peytons. Yeah. Peytons exist. And That's Mount. not a Mounting exists. fictitious name. Yeah. Yeah. Mounts yeah. exist. It's not too bad this year. Um... First overall. First overall? Wow. Yeah, yeah. First overall by the Prince Albert Raiders. They mm-hmm. drafted Caden Guell. Caden. Caden with a K-A-I-D-E-N. K-A-I-D-E-N. Mm. I've seen that before. Caden's mm-hmm. a big one with the 90s kids. That's that's a mishmash of two Mortal Kombat And characters. by the way, these kids Just... are not 90s kids. These are kids born after the year 2000. No. Oh. Yes. No. 15, 16 years old. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm a little disappointed in this list so far. Me, too. Yeah, I'm really let down. Yeah. Everybody said it was great. Caden is is a definitely Western Canadian. I, I, Try name, one more. But told, Otherwise, I we'll do the press conference. Guys, um, 177th overall. <laughs> Aiden Banks. Aiden Banks. Nah. Damn, yeah, is no. this a dud? What's I, the worst one on there? Come on. Is there not like a... Jake and Smallwood. He went back into the draft. Come on, Jesse. Cruz Plummer. Now, how <sighs> does Cruz spell Cruz? Uh-oh. Uh, C-R-U-Z. Yeah. He spells it K-R-Z. Wait a minute. <laughs> so how do you even know it's pronounced know it's that way? Uh, I'm reading an article that says it's pronounced. But Cruz. there's no noun in that. <laughs> there needs to be a noun. No, no, a vowel. no there doesn't. A vowel. No, because I am. Doesn't. I signed the birth certificate. You're not. You're not even a, like it's millennials giving birth at this point. No, not even. It's this is Generation X's kids, isn't it? 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know what what is what. Or they're older millennials. I don't know what millennials started X in eighty one. Apparently, millennials a huge generation. So, honey, I've had a really stressful year at work, and I want to go on a curse. <laughs> We deserve to go on a Caribbean cruise. KRZ sounds like a, an AM radio station in in <laughs> Just start Montana. pronouncing everything. 710 KRZ, oldies <laughs> and news. Let's go on a Caribbean cruise. In the eighth round, there was three Ethans, two Chases, two Michaels, a Tristan, Cade, Caleb, Cole, Hunter, Bode, Bodie. Oh, Bodie. What mm-hmm. a- Ty, Logan, Austin, Noah. And Nicholas. No. Wow. What a dud. Except for Cruz, which is amazing. Seventh round. Braden, Aiden, Riley, Riley, Jackson, spelled J-A-X-S-E-N. Um, oh, my. No. Jackson? <laughs> no, it's Jackson. <laughs> That's so. I, when I heard Jackson, like, I'm starting to open up to it. I'm like, kids are named Jackson now. J-A-X-S-E-N. It's what part makes to... you more mad? J-A-X or S-E-N? For me, it's S-E-N. I think it's S-E-N, yeah. Because yeah. Jackson is not, you don't need the S. If you have the X in there, it makes the S sound. It's it's J-A-X-E-N or O-N. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Sen, stop it. Stop it. Why are you hell-bent on no one ever spelling your kid's name right? Because they want to be different, man. Man. Because there's no one like... Because people don't realize that... that <laughs> A name doesn't make you different. Your personality makes you different. What if your name is Michael <laughs> Smith? <laughs> you could be the most interesting freaking Michael Smith in the world. I and don't then know people if the Dozekis like, wow. guy could be Michael Smith. In round five, we got a uh, Levi Tyson. Levi Tyson. I kind of like that You're name. Leave him. It's Levi. tough. Yeah, yeah. Levi Tyson. It's like the millennial Ricky Bobby. It's two first names. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, uh, yeah. Two first names. Uh, Boy, this is a dud. Yeah. I'm second, so disappointed. In the second round, we can go through the first name. No, let's roll. We should Braden, move on. Ozzie, Logan, Tanner, uh, Cole, Ryder, Tyrell, Scout. Oh, we got a Scout. Scout's pretty bad. <laughs> let's find out what Scout's. Scout. Scout Truman. Drafted by the Medicine <laughs> Tigers. <laughs> oh, no. 43rd overall. Scout Truman. Scout Truman. I, well, isn't Scout one of the names in To Kill a Mockingbird? Or am I mixing yeah, books? Yeah, you are right. I think so. And yeah. no matter what this guy does, he has a future as a scout. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. For I, Like, that has to put you to the top of the resume pile, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Scout. He's got to be good. <laughs> Some guy goes, you need to hire me. Scout is my middle name. And he goes, oh, yeah. And this is scout is my, scout is my first name. <laughs> Right to the top of the pile. In the third round, drafted 50th overall by the Spokane Chiefs, Mac Gross. M- wh- how do you spell Mac? M-A-C. Oh, my God. I, I thought you were going to be like P-L-Q. <laughs> Mac Gross. I want to shout out Katie, who was listening to us in Nice yesterday, who is now who at is the World Championships. Uh, she just tweeted this. She's got her Dangle Navy sign at the World Championship game right now. What? I think that's pretty cool. I just wanted to jump in with that. I just saw it. Sorry, ADD here, but I uh, retweet Daniel that. Navy in Paris. Love retweet it. That. Love it. Um, yeah, I think we can move on from that. Let's do the press Damn, conference. That was disappointing. Yeah, it is disappointing. You like, know what? Nothing I, lasts forever, like NHL headlines, right? Uh I still haven't let go. Some, some, sometimes you should, guys should listen to me. You're right. When I say, "Hey, let's just move on." 
and you you don't listen and you force it. I've questioned Jesse. Listen, Jesse, Dad, you're right. And uh, next time we will listen. Thank you. I've I've questioned him I, twice in recent memory, and both times I was wrong. Mm-hmm. It's because he's a damn good producer. I was I was I was wrong. You should have heard him on the show yesterday. I I don't want to toot my own horn, but the show was great yesterday because Jesse was on it. I um, I always love outstanding. When I hear you on Jesse. Did you see who was it? Flurry toot his stick last night. Yes, I did. <laughs> I also like that Chris Letang posted it on Instagram and goes, "What is he doing here?" Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just shining his just just giving it some love. Stick. Oh yeah. All right, let's do the press conference. The presser. Conference. The presser. Why do cheerleaders? This is the second most upvoted question. Why do cheerleaders chant two, four, six, eight when teenage girls can't even? <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Well done! I love uh, that. <laughs> it's not good. even legal yet. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's funny. One, yeah. three, five, seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Kudos, kudos. What if the lottery is the biggest scam to catch time travelers? Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> How would that work? Basically, <laughs> explain. The th- I'm going to explain this <laughs> pile of shit. Please do, because I'm too tired. I've been up since 4 a.m. What is this? I don't want to think my way through this. <laughs> So basically, the theory is you would travel through time so that you could go through uh, and win the lottery because you know the numbers. But the time travel police mm-hmm. are going to take all the winners they and go, aha, uh, caught you. What if the lottery is secretly run by time traveling police? Yeah. Well, Steve did drop some numbers about Ovechkin and Justin Williams earlier that has me believe in anything. Mm. Morty, I, I have this amazing theory about, about Alex Ovechkin, Morty. <laughs> I wish I could burp on command like Rick and Morty. Uh, who, are you, who are you rooting for to see host the cup uh, of the four final teams? P.K. Subban. Uh, yeah, Nashville. And, uh, yeah, Nashville. Nashville and Pittsburgh. Nashville's got some players I really want to see win the cup. That's a fan base I would like to see win the cup. Pittsburgh, I don't mind. I would like to hear yeah, Donald sure. Trump say... Phil Kessel is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. Uh, I would love to hear that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I want yeah. to. I want. Uh, I want Nashville in, and I want Pittsburgh in. Battle of the the ugly yellows. Who who can out yellow? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I I I forgot in my series recap video. I want to commend Nashville for picking a decent jersey and sticking to it. Mm. Like they had some ridiculous garbage for a long time. Mm-hmm. N- like just. What are you doing? Blue, fine. Navy blue. Yellow, fine. What the hell was the yellow they had? They had that weird alternate Predator logo. Yeah. They had the navy blue jerseys for a while. No, that's not your color. Yeah. Your color's yellow. And they finally went, well, they say gold. Yes. Wow. But get over yourself. Um, uh, Can we just shout out the Ottawa Senators and specifically Guy Boucher? For an, a masterful coaching job so far. Hey, they're Guy there. Guy man. They're there. There's a reason why he was lit, like the guy who was a second away from being the Leafs head coach, too. Because he's great. They're there. And and Bab, Babcock is great, too. But uh, 
not, and I'm not or in any way suggesting that they should have taken Boucher over Babcock because I don't think so at all. An Anaheim-Ottawa rematch would be great. It would be. Because how quickly, until it is framed as the guy Babcock replaced... I'm surprised it hasn't been already. It's a, it's a battle of the guys Babcock replaced, really. Mm-hmm. In one way, shape, or form. And he's a connection with the Ducks. He coached them. <laughs> Didn't think of that. Yeah. Two final things. One note for me. Uh, Richard Ponick signed $2.8 million deal per season. With and, who? Uh, Chicago? He resigned with Chicago. 2.8 a year? Yeah. That's not a terrible deal, but uh, can Chicago afford it? Is my question. Do they... I wonder if... Uh, like, is he Vegas fodder at this point? Because they, they can't protect him, can they? I don't know. I don't think they can. But, um... Yeah, uh, Pierre Lebrun... 44 points. That, um... He left money on the table oh. by signing this 2.8. I believe it. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. 22 goals, 22 assists. It's not bad. Not bad. Not at all. Those are Yager numbers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All uh, right. And then final question from Reddit. Steve, the zoo is on strike. I know. They ask, will you go back? Will you scab? Will you go back and leave? Will you be more like tours? the replacements? No. So I was uh, I was part of a of a strike meeting once w- with the zoo. Like we got together and we voted yes or no like, for a strike, and it was really interesting. So I think a big reason there's a strike right now. I don't know enough about it, but um, I can tell you this: it's May. Oh, this is the time. None of the seasonal employees have been hired yet. So this this was our thing. Our strike vote was during the summer where the zoo, like the number of employees at the zoo like doubles and it's all students who have the job for money so they can pay for school and shit. Um, so all of us showed up and a lot of the full-time employees were kind of side-eyeing us and not all that pleased because we were obviously going to vote no for a strike no matter what because, well... It doesn't benefit us to take like a week or two off. We need the money. You're gone mm-hmm. in September anyway. And we're gone in September anyway. Yeah. Huh. They had a strike vote, I, I assume, in May, and pretty much no seasonal employees have been hired yet. So uh, so the thing that's been leaked that's pushing everybody against the zoo workers as of this morning yeah, is I don't, that— I don't know anything about—I didn't know until it was announced. So they, they said this morning, and people were obviously mishearing this, the zoo workers are looking for 100 days sick sick leave. Now, 100 days sick A year? Leave, now, hold on. Okay, This okay, is sorry, everybody's sorry, sorry, reaction. Sorry. This is what I'm talking about. All right. It means long term. They're looking for long... Like, if you're sick, if you're ill, you can't just take 100 days. You need a doctor's note. Like, if you've got cancer oh, and, you gotta, and you have to have treatment for cancer, they're looking for paid leave. Mm-hmm. And then after that 100-day period, they reduce your salary. They still pay you. But, at, you know, extended leave for most people is actually longer than that, at least here in Canada. So... It's it would okay. be an extended leave thing, and that was but that was that reaction right there was what most people were saying when they heard it on the news because it was one of the things being floated and making the union look bad. Yeah, well, and this is another reason why those meetings are uh, they're very boring, but they're actually pretty interesting too because we had heard all these things whispered and oh the union wants this and they're trying to screw us out of that, and then you go to the meeting and they actually lay out for you no here's what's happening, and unfortunately you got to sit through it and be bored, but. Yeah, and then you go, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. No, I'm not a big fan of that. That makes sense. That doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been there's your once. really exciting zoo so union insights. <laughs> so you were at a union. I was in a radio union for a month. 
Oh, yeah? I got up to full time, so then I became a part of the union, and then I left, came to Toronto. I was uh, in a union at CBC, too. Oh. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? I got laid off. <laughs> <laughs> we should start our own union. Podcast. For our show. We should. We should form a union. Who do we strike against, we'll though? Chapter 42, Toronto. Steve Dangle Podcast Union. Chapter 34. Union Workers 67. Uh, uh, oh, chapter 69. You know what? I'm striking. Chapter, nice. <laughs> nice. Chapter the nice. Yeah. Apparently, I see. <laughs> is it true, by the way? Is it true that our podcast on April 20th or 420 was 69 minutes long? Apparently, yes. it was. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unbelievable. It's nice. It's I don't know who is. figured that we out, should, but we hats should off. call the time travel police because there's some funny business going oh on. Oh, my God. There. Agreed. Let's call up the OLG. Let's, let's find out what's going on. I want to talk more about the Toronto Zoo. If there's any listeners, by the way, in Seattle and Idaho, I will be in Seattle and Idaho this weekend. I'm flying out tomorrow, coming back Monday. Seattle really? looks so gorgeous in pictures. Seattle's beautiful. I'm jealous. Idaho's stunning. Have you ever been to Idaho? You oh, my God. Fresh there's no potato for they, me. That is, there are some damn fresh potatoes there, and I plan on eating them. I'm going to PEI this summer, and I am also going to have potatoes. Very good potatoes and red sand. Potato places. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think I told you guys that. Are they going to well, sing you the yeah, Cavendish yeah, potato yeah. song? Yeah. The what? The Cavendish potato song. Have you heard that song? Oh, I forget. Where it. the farmers sing it. Uh, Cavendish uh, potato. potato. <laughs> yeah, from the farm we harvest them with pride. <laughs> In <laughs> our hearts, they know where we're ever wake. Oh, we this go. Is, this is over when you start singing. <laughs> the taste of Cavendish right? will never die. <laughs> I'm Lester the Lobster from B.E.I. An ugly little bug with beady little eyes. I could tackle anything up to twice my size. A Lester the Lobster from B.E.I. Wow. And I think we're done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'll see you guys Tuesday. Party time. Have fun. Love you. Lobster. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle. At Adam W-Y-L-D-E. And at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.